I'm thankful that you took time today to pull up a seat. I hope these few minutes together help you follow Jesus better by deepening your relationship with Him and helping you live intentionally for Him every day. Hey, I hope you're doing well. Today we wrap up our series on the core values of the table ministry. It's probably the shortest episode, but one I'm the, the one I'm the most passionate about. But before we jump into it, let's review our core values. First off, we submit to Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Second off, we try to observe the teachings of the Bible. Third, we, lo- we love and we know others. Know and love others. Um, fourth is um, we commit to spiritual growth. And then finally, the, the content of today's episode is to just live intentionally. I've been in the ministry for um, since I was 19 years old. I'm almost 45 now, okay? And I've, I've served in small country churches. I've served in a medium-sized church, and I um, currently serve at First Baptist Church Trustful, which runs uh, about 1,800 on a Sunday. And in, in, those, in each of those churches, I've served in two capacities. I've either been the um, high school-slash-student pastor, or in the current role I am now, I'm the university and young adults pastor. And while I've been in those churches and I've um, served in those positions, I've noticed a couple of things. I've spent most of my ministry, I've spent most of my time, I've spent most of my energy in doing two things. First, um, maintaining programs, making sure small groups are going well, making sure Wednesday nights are awesome, planning the mission trips, planning these big events. And the second one is planning big events, you know, um, whether it be a costume party or whatever, just planning these big events as evangelistic opportunities. And while I did those, and I think I think they were beneficial, and I think they helped people grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ, um, I always felt like something was missing. I would ask myself, "Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Um, there's got to be more to that, more to Christianity than this. It's got to be more to being in the ministry than this." I've also watched other guys in the ministry. I've also watched other ladies that are serving in churches and doing awesome jobs. And they were doing the same same thing. They were maintaining these um, great programs, and they were planning these killer, awesome events. And then when you talk to them, they'd be like, Jeff, there's got to be more to being in the ministry than doing that, than to maintaining programs and planning events. They would ask, what am I supposed to be doing? If you're not in the ministry, thanks for just kind of bearing with me and listening to me. But I bet you've wondered the same thing. I bet you've struggled with some of the same same stuff. I bet you've asked yourself, is this really all there is to life? I believe you've longed for something more. I bet you've asked yourself if your existence even really matters. I was talking to a, a guy about my age who was a successful salesperson, had an awesome family life, um, super involved in church and um, doing some really good stuff for God. And he and I were talking. He said, Jeff, this Christian life isn't all it's cracked up to be. There's got to be more to it than this. I walked away from that conversation. I'm like, yeah, there is. There is more than just going through the motions and just maintaining programs. Today, I hope I help all of us to figure out, answer some of those questions of meaning 
and significance. I hope that we satisfy a longing that we all have to live a life that matters. All of us are not called to be ministers that serve in the local church or in some Christian organization. But I do believe that all followers of Jesus are called to live a life that matters. We have to do that by living intentionally. We have to choose each and every day if we're going to do the things that Jesus asks us to do. From the beginning, I see that God has given man purpose. I have seen that God has given, given man meaning and significance. Back in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, God has been creating this awesome space and creating uh, the universe and the stars and land and animals and humpback whales and duck-billed platypus and uh, flamingos, you know, just making all the, the crazy cool stuff. And then he gets to man and he makes man in his own image. And then after he's made man, he, he has a conversation. He gives, gives man a commandment, but he, he blesses man. And then he says to man, he says to Adam and he says to Eve, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. From the beginning, God gave humans purpose. For Adam and Eve, it was be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. As I read those words, as every time I read those words, my brain just automatically jumps to Matthew chapter 28, 18 through 20. This is what Jesus says in Matthew 28. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Adam and Eve were to be fruitful and multiply. They were supposed to fill the earth with more humans. Okay? They were supposed to create more things like them. They were supposed to um, reproduce and make more humans. Okay? It's more of a physical commandment. Okay? But humans at that time had just had a couple things that they were that we were supposed to do. We were supposed to live in a relationship with God. Okay? And we're supposed to live in a relationship with others, and we're supposed to live a life of purpose and meaning, a life on, with, with something to do. Okay? So um, personal relationship with Jesus, personal relationship with others, and then um, we had to work. We had to, to fill the earth. Okay? Today, we're not necessarily mandated to fill the earth. Okay? Um, I believe that you can be single and um, have a very significant and meaningful life. But as followers of Jesus, I think that we're all supposed to be fruitful and we're all supposed supposed to multiply. We're supposed to fill the earth with more things like us, more things that are worshiping Jesus, more things that are following Jesus. We're supposed to help other human beings begin the process of following Jesus. Okay, You and I have that purpose today, to fill the earth with more Christians, with more disciples of Jesus. Matthew 28, just keep, stay in that passage, says that we are to make disciples of all nations. As I read that, it says, no matter where you go, everywhere you go, you have the commissioning, you have the commandment, you have the privilege, you have the authority of God, you have the um, commandment to make disciples everywhere you go. God's purpose for your life is not dependent on where you are, what you do, um, 
It has no boundaries. Everywhere you go, you are supposed to be active in the process of making disciples. Making disciples is not just the responsibility of your preacher or your church staff or um, your small group leader. Making disciples is the responsibility of everyone who has been rescued and restored by Jesus Christ. All of us are supposed to make disciples. All of us who are following Jesus are supposed to make disciples. Jesus describes in in Matthew 28, he describes how we make disciples. It's a two-step process, I think. All right. First, he says um, evangelism, okay, and discipleship. Okay, he says we're supposed to tell others and we're supposed to teach others. So let's just, before we go any further, let's define what a disciple is. A disciple is an individual involved in a personal relationship with Jesus that results in following Jesus and helping others to do exactly the same thing. Evangelism, oh, we get scared with that word because we think we got to know all the answers. Evangelism is simply just sharing the good news. It's sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with other people with the hope and prayer that they're going to begin to follow Jesus, that they're going to allow Jesus to rescue and restore them. That's what evangelism is, just telling the good news. The second aspect of disciple-making is discipleship. And Jesus in the ESV, he says, observe the teachings, okay? Observe my teachings, Discipleship is just teaching others how to observe and live out the teachings of Jesus Christ. If we realize that making disciples is part of who we are as followers of Christ, we will not ever wonder if our lives matter. We won't struggle with the meaning of our life. Making disciples is the way that you and I have to live intentionally. Regardless of your occupation, regardless of um, your stage in life, you have purpose. You are supposed to make disciples. You are to live intentionally. So teacher, make disciples. Nurse, make disciples. Lawyer, make disciples. Pastor, make disciples. Video gamer, make disciples. Guitar player, make disciples. Student, make disciples. Stay-at-home mom, make disciples. Follower of Jesus, make disciples. If Jesus has rescued and restored you, you are to make disciples. You have to live intentionally. In some upcoming series, we'll we'll give you some tools to help you tell others about Jesus and how you can help teach others what it means to observe his teachings. In closing today, there's one thing I want to just take a second to do. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you haven't trusted him to, to, to rescue and to restore you, I would love to help you. You can chase me down on Instagram. I think it's the messed up redhead. It's my whatever you call it, Instagram name. Or you can email me at jeffg at fbctrustful.org. I would love to help you begin to understand who Jesus is and what he's done for you. Second thing, in closing, if you think that just because you go to church, you're doing everything that God has asked you to do. Let me rephrase that. If Jesus, Jesus in John chapter 10 says, says, I have coming that they can have life and have it to the abundance. The message says, I have come that they can have a life better they can dream of. And you might be sitting there saying, Jeb, I, my Christian life is kind of boring. It's probably because all you do is sit. Come and sit in a pew. Come and sit in a small group. Both of those things are good. 
Jesus, he didn't just come to save us. He came to give us purpose. And that purpose is to make disciples. And that, that means that we submit to his lordship, that we submit to his authority, that we do what he asks us to do. I, it's, it's hard for me in, in the Bible to see where Jesus can be your savior and not be your boss. Where, I don't see where Jesus can be your savior and not be your Lord. So what do you need to do to submit to Jesus as your Lord today? Yeah, I'd love to help you answer some questions. I'd give you some resources to kind of help you grow in your submission to Jesus Christ. But... If you know yourself, if you know you're saved, and you and, and you want to live on purpose, here's a couple things. You got to be telling others about Jesus, and you've got to help others begin to be His disciples and to follow Him and observe His teachings. Who is one person that you can share the good news of Jesus with this week? Maybe you have, maybe it probably has to be through a phone call right now because we're all stuck in Corona quarantine. But who's the one person that you need to tell about Jesus Christ today? Who needs to hear the good news? In making disciples, what's one thing that you've learned that you can hand off to somebody else? Maybe you've learned a really neat um, resource to help you study the Bible. Disciple somebody and show them how to use it. Show them how you read the Bible. Show them how you pray. Show them how you tell somebody about Jesus. I pray that this episode, that these few moments together today um, help you live a life intentionally. I'm praying for you. I love you. I can't wait to see you. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Pull Up a Seat. If you've not yet subscribed, do that now so you can get content as soon as it comes out. Also, please help us get the word out by sharing on social media and inviting others to pull up a seat. Until next time, grow in your relationship with Jesus and find one way to live intentionally for Him. See you next time when we pull up a seat.